and welcome to the Abiding Together podcast. Abiding Together is a place where you can find connection, rest, and encouragement on your journey with Jesus Christ. My name is Sister Miriam James Heitland, and every week I'm joined by two of my dearest friends, Michelle Bensinger and Heather Kim. This podcast is born out of our friendship of sharing all kinds of things together, our walk with Christ, our insights, our joys, sorrows, tears, and laughter, and you are most welcome on the journey with us. So grab a cup of coffee, settle in, and welcome home. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Abiding Together podcast. We hope that you enjoyed our Advent series, our four interviews with some of our favorite people. We got so much good feedback from that. And so we are going to, once again, talk about our word for the year because this is coming out right before the new year. So we want you to gather around and ponder your word for the year as well. But um, as usual, I want to welcome my dear friends. And I just want to say, Michelle and Heather, even though Michelle and I were together last week or a couple weeks ago in Louisiana, I've missed the two of you. <laughs> I miss you guys. I know. And so, um, yeah, we'll be together in just a little while, all three of us, yeah. in Phoenix for SLS. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, exciting. Just get ready for lots of snuggles with me. Just so you know. I'm sorry, Michelle. <laughs> like, You're just going to have to just, get over it. Just like I'll pile on the couch somewhere. Even though there's going to be 10,000 people at SLS, we're just going to pile on the couch somewhere just like talk for a bit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If you see us, that's what's going on. Uh, we can bond with some personal space. Thank you very much. Anyway, <laughs> that'll be really funny when you hear my word of the year. Oh, oh gosh. So. Speaking of personal space, Heather, um, you've talked about your house. How's your house coming along? Oh, we're getting close. So mm-hmm. we, we um, as I mentioned, we sold our house here. And so we're, we're building our new house and it will be finished in February. We're just the last stretch. We're so excited. I'm ready to just bring my sleeping bag over there and sleep in it. I'm, it's <laughs> so hard to not be in there because it's just, it's already, I've, I've bonded with that place. It's already my home, you know, mm-hmm. so my heart's just ready to be there, ready to start a new way of living, a new yeah, it's just it's. I'm so excited about it. The whole family's excited about it. Kids are super thrilled. So can't wait. It's been mm-hmm. a long road. Been two years since we bought that property, and so we're mm-hmm. just ready. Mm-hmm. That's so exciting. Oh, it is. Exciting. And y'all should see her view. It is just captivating. Like I mean, it is like very um, heavenly view. Seriously, you know, it's not the beatific vision, but it's close. You know, it is a beautiful view. It is so close. So. Like, is this heaven? No, it's Canada. It's the lower Southwest part. There you go. There you go. We live in such a beautiful place. Like the area of Vancouver is just absolutely stunning. And I've traveled to so many different places. And every time I come home, I'm like, oh, it's just gorgeous. So, mm-hmm. yep, we're going to be taking in the mountain view. That's for sure. Well, I'm your neighbor right now to the south. I'm out in Seattle, Washington, doing a parish mission. And it's nice to be home, I must say, Heather. I do. I mean, rain is my love language, one of them. So <laughs> you're so close yet so far away. I know, yeah, like an entirely different country. <laughs> what? And Michelle, sweet girl, you had a retreat and you were with me in Louisiana. We had some adventures there. Yeah, we did. We were able, I, sister and I were able to stay at the same house and I was doing I a personal retreat and unplugging and she was doing a parish mission. So I got to talk to her during like basically like meals in the mm-hmm. morning and in the evening mm-hmm. and it was really beautiful. And we got to hang out with our good friend, Father Josh. And we got to go to dinner with Father Josh and his parents. And can I tell you, <laughs> we have never laughed so hard than experiencing Father Josh Johnson's parents and him. Like, it should be a reality TV show. I literally spit my dessert out (laughs) on the table 
how embarrassing that it was because I was laughing so hard. And the priest next to me, Father Ruben, Father Justin's good friend, actually spit his drink out because we were laughing so hard. So funny. But it was. It was really great. And Father Josh does such a great job. If y'all see him in his natural habitat, he is such a great pastor. Mm-hmm. And we are just so proud of him and so thankful for his priesthood and the gift of who he is and his friendship. And and he and sister are hysterical together like they really are. They should be like a little uh, comedy act together. So it was great. It was really great. And I highly suggest when you go on a personal retreat to take a sister with you. It was really great to well, have Well, you know, we do what we can. Yeah, we, we, yeah seriously. <laughs> Well, we are going to talk about, so we celebrated with Advent the new liturgical year, and so we're about to start the new calendar year, and something that, if you've been listening to our podcast, and a lot of people do, but something if you've been listening to our podcast, you know that we choose, um, or the Lord actually, chooses a word for the year for each of us. And last year, I remember, I still have on my desk to this very day the words that you, the two of you had last year. I wrote them on my desk, and I would think of them throughout the year and just pray for you in those areas. So we're just going to talk about our word for the year and what the Lord is doing and and also encourage you to see with the Lord what you know what this next year has in store for you. And so we're going to start with a quote and a scripture and our guiding quote is from one of our favorites St. Mother Teresa who says, "Yesterday is gone, tomorrow has not yet come, and we have only today. So let us begin." And from the book of the prophet Isaiah, uh, Isaiah 43, verse 19 says this, the Lord says, Behold, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs forth. Do you not perceive it? I will make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. And I know, Heather, for you especially, that's a particularly beautiful scripture passage. So would you like to start us off and kind of like talk about your word last year and how you saw it play out in your life and maybe uh, introduce to us your word for the year and what the Lord is doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just to speak on that scripture for a second, like there's a lot of things I love about it, but I think one of them is it's really hopeful. You know, it mm-hmm. just like reorients us to the truth that God is working. He is doing something. He is not distant, disengaged, mm-hmm. um, and not or disinterested in our life, that He is always working things for good. He's always on the move. Um, even if we can't perceive it, you know, like there's that question, do you not perceive it? Um, and so even, yeah, making a way in the wilderness, like I, I can resonate with a lot of those types of images that of wilderness and kind of being in a desert. Um, but just knowing that God is working, like that's powerful. It's hopeful. So yeah, anyway, last year my word was moved and, um, and really how what I felt like God was inviting me into was to be moved by his spirit, to really be open to that. And whether it be, you know, in ministry situations or just in my home or when I'm, you know, interacting with people to be listening, have one ear close to what God is trying to say, what the Holy Spirit is trying to say. And I really saw some amazing things when I was able to be properly disposed to that. Um, yeah, I just saw God move in some amazing and simple ways. So it was really beautiful. How about you, Michelle? Hold on. I want to hear what is your word for the year next year? Oh, no. I have to say both right now. One yeah. Did you not listen to, did you not listen to her question? <laughs> Obviously not. Will you please caffeinate her? Or, or we can no, it's just dark outside still. Like <laughs> it is, it's not, the sun isn't even breaking through yet. It is like just pure darkness out there. 
It is. It's totally like 6.30 a.m. their time. And so I've already had yeah, two cups of coffee. Heather yeah. and I got up super early for this. So like uh-huh. I, I woke up like at 2.47 this morning and I was praying and I fell back to sleep. Then I woke up at 4.45. I'm like, I'm just getting up now. So oh, <laughs> yeah, like, we're awake. Wait. We're awake. Okay. So. so we can wait. We can ease into it. We can ease. That's okay. So Heather, you just. I'll simple. give it to you here. Ready? <laughs> okay. Yeah, we're ready. So my Here word for. of the year is littleness. Oh, I love it. Honestly, I was like, how about no? how about something big or something how about something more exciting how about something you know easier or or whatever but it just has come up over and over and over and over and over and over again and um i just can't get away from it so i've embraced it here it is word for the year Mm. Mm. so what i think is that uh so far is that Father Justin said something on the podcast, but we've talked about it. He and I talk about stuff like this all the time in the background, that our littleness isn't a stumbling block for God unless we make it one. And so I love that. So I've been pressing into these areas where I let it be a stumbling block. And what I feel like God is saying is draw near to me. Like Mm. with your littleness, draw near to me. There's a place that I want to bring you that's deeper with this in your littleness exactly in your poverty in the in all the places that you don't have it uh i want to bring you deeper and so there's an invitation that's accompanied with this word Mm -hmm. that i actually am quite i wouldn't say excited but my heart is like really desiring to go there with god so Mm -hmm. yeah not sexy not flashy but it's it's real (laughs) Well, I, I love this because, you know, we didn't know what each other's word was going to be. So I just, I'm, so we're finding this out in real time. Like our listeners are finding it out. And I just, I just want to say, can I say, Heather, that that particular quote from Father Justin's podcast, well, can you just talk about Father Justin's podcast for a second, which just totally blew up everything. Um, and so many people, it got so, so good. many comments so and good. so many people, um, all over the place were just mentioning how deep that was. And, and that particular quote, you know, that, that our poverty is not an obstacle to God. That just was piercing. That was one of the quotes that was mentioned often about, you know, what really spoke to people. And so I love, can I just say just very reverently to you as a dear friend, like, I love what you just said there that it's not, you said it's not an obstacle unless I make it so. And it's like, those are the parts and we all have them. I'm myself included where I'm like, I'm just too little here, Lord. I'm just too poor here. Mm. Or I keep struggling with this. And like, this is an obstacle to your love or this is an obstacle to you doing something beautiful in my life. But I think it's in those very places where we invite the Lord in our poverty to sit with us there in our littleness that His beauty is born, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I did have like a really powerful prayer time where like it was just during Advent where God was just inviting me to meditate on the baby Jesus and just Mm -hmm. His littleness, His vulnerability, you know, His inability to provide everything for Himself. There was a dependence there, and God was just showing me, like, it was His littleness that was actually the vehicle for my whole plan. Like, Mm -hmm. this is where it started, and I don't know, it was just like an invitation to be like, let me use your littleness to accomplish something great. Like, this is what Mm -hmm. I desire for you. So... Yeah, it's going to hit on some deep places. It already is, and it's good. That's really good. So good. Well, sister, so what about you? What's your word? Your your word from last year and your word for this year. Uh, My word from last year was go, and I went. (laughs) 
<laughs> Let me tell you. Girl, you went <laughs> to the ends of the earth, literally. I, Philippines and beyond. I went yeah. all over. I did. I had... And it was somebody somebody um, made a very beautiful bookmark for me at one of the conferences and gave it to me. And so, it, you know, it, which she beautifully decorated the word go. And I've had it on my desk as well. And so, um, yes, I went. And I went geographically all kinds of places. I went emotionally all kinds of places, spiritually, physically, mentally, like within myself. I went to places, the Lord brought me into places, deep areas of um, just piercing and breaking of, oh, I'm going to cry talking about like, Areas that like I didn't know were there, and I'm just mm. this morning. I woke up this morning, like I mentioned, I was praying, and I'm like, I am like so grateful. <laughs> I'm so grateful to the Lord for bringing these places in my heart out. Things I would not have known, things I would not mm. have faced had He not, because He loves me so much. Like He loves us so much that there's not one part of our heart that He doesn't want to encounter. Mm. And he will not allow me to hide. He will not allow me to push things aside. He just, and I'm so grateful as painful as it is at times. I'm so grateful. He loves me that way. Man. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't have it any other way. And so, um, yeah, there were just some deep moments that were tremendous life changing. Like there, I can point to some moments in this last year that the grace was so deep in both beauty and sorrow that I'm mm. not the same. I'm not the same person that I was a year ago. And thank God, like just for the beauty of it, um, and just the vulnerability of it and the nakedness of it, if you will, you know? And so, um, so yeah, he said, go. And I went, <laughs> mm-hmm. and Amen. you did. And I was so proud of you, sister. Like there's, as we share, you know, life deeply with each other, you know, throughout the week and whatever throughout the year, like there was so many opportunities where you could have run away and you didn't like you just went to the hard place. And that takes an incredible amount of not just courage, but trust that God really is going to meet you there. So I was just so proud of you throughout the year, just the places that you did go (laughs) and how God worked amazingly. Not only the places where you did go, but how you invited others to go with you, you know, and to walk alongside you and to walk in your heart and um, to be part of the journey, you know, it's a gift you know, to do life with you, but to watch the Lord, you know, uh, so intimately transform you glory to glory. It's so beautiful to watch. And I'm just so proud of you, you know, just girl, you go after it. And I love that about you, you know, (laughs) but I I don't even think it was like this year though. I don't think it was you going after that. It was you allowing him to go after you, you know, and receive it. And so I think that's what the difference was this year. Mm. So it was so beautiful. Oh, that's a really good point. Yeah. That's a really good point, and I I'm so grateful for both of you and the people that God has brought into my life. Yeah, to make this journey is just um, priceless, and so so yeah. So in in so I'm holding that like word out and what the Lord did, and but my word for the year, um, I really believe, and it was instantaneous when I asked the Lord, I'm like, okay, Lord, what is my word for the year? And I knew it; it resounded in my heart without a shadow of a doubt. And my word for the year is listen. <laughs> and uh, I think of when I think of the connotation of that, it's not not going, but it's uh, a deep going into the inner room, the inner chamber within and meeting the Lord in the deepest place of intimacy and listening to what He is saying and where He speaks to the deep places. And 
I, you know, so often in our life, our, our minds are just bombarded with thoughts and all these things that happen. And I was listening to a very interesting podcast about, um, how our brains, like how our brains function and how many times we go into a situation where we feel a certain thing. And she said, you know, story, she was saying that story follows state. So for example, you go into a situation and you can feel your anxiety rise or you can feel your fear rise. And many times what we do is we create a story based from that. And so she's like, if we could just stop right there and just uh, like ask our body, like what's, what's happening and kind of what's going on there without creating a story that may have nothing to do with that. <laughs> and it was just so true of like, so often in my journey, you know, there's these, these old stories that we all have and these stories predominate or these stories are like, okay, well this, when this happens, this happens. And the Lord is saying, no, you, you listen, sweet girl, <laughs> you listen because you go into the inner chamber and I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to speak tenderly to your heart. I'm going to tell you what the real story is because it's my story. Mm. This is my story. So I really feel like it's an invitation to go even deeper uh, into his heart and to just lay my head on his heart where I live, but just to go even deeper and just listen to what he is saying and go from there, um, which I know is, it's, obvious, but like, I, I, you know, he's not, I'm saying it to you. I'm like, English, the language is failing me, but like this reality of a deep intimacy of listening to his heart and then, um, the life from there versus, you know, so often choosing my own story of like, Oh, this is what's happening. So yeah. I love that. Yes. Love it. I think there's so much there. So we could do a whole series on, on this, like how the stories that we listen to, the stories that we tell ourselves and really what is the mm-hmm. real story that God mm-hmm. wants to tell us, you know, not our presumptions, not our perceptions, but the true story that mm-hmm. he wants us to know. I love that. I can't wait to see how that unfolds mm-hmm. for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So beautiful. What about you, dear Michelle? So my word last year was rhythm. And um, of course, in my fashion where I, got a lot of it in in the last two to three months. Like I was thinking that I would develop this beautiful rhythm of life and I would follow it and it would be all (laughs) great. And yeah, that didn't happen. So, but what the Lord showed me is in this fall, like he really brought me to a breaking point, you know, where it wasn't like a breakdown, but it was like, okay, like totally overextended. Like um, it was just like a perfect storm. A bunch of things happened all at once and culminated all at once. And it wasn't, like it wasn't anyone's fault. It was it's just the way life was. And I wasn't breaking down, but it was overflow. I mean, it was over, just over. I was over it. You know, there was way too much things going on. And um, it was really good. Both my spiritual director and counselor and just a couple other people just really said, okay, what is the Lord calling you to steward? You know, what are the things the Lord is calling you to steward that he has entrusted you with, you know? And it was, you know, myself and our family and um, the community, you know, here and how we were developing what we were doing with Greenhouse. And and then I was about to start, keep on going, listing. And she's like, no, 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 no. Like the Lord doesn't give you more than a couple of things to steward. And she's like, you need to prune back. You are overextended. You know, and but I'm like, and it was the lie that, but I'm capable. Shouldn't I do this? Mm. You know, like uh, what, like we talk about on the podcast all the time, like shitting myself. But just because I was capable doesn't mean I should. You know, and like what was, uh, yeah, uh, uh, and I was like, Lord, what are you calling me to? And it was just really idea, but the idea of 
stewardship and the idea of laying down responsibility, the things that are I am not responsible for, because I'm a big, like, I will take care of it and enabler because it goes back to parts of my story, you know, mm-hmm. where I had to take care of other things that were not mine to take care of. And so the Lord has just really been prying those things out of my hands. But really in the last seven, six to seven weeks, I've actually been laying them down and giving them and surrendering surrendering them to him. And with that has become a rhythm. And I'm starting to feel like, you know, oh, this is the beat that your heart goes to. And this is the beat that I'm supposed to fall to in a rhythm of life. You know, and I was thinking that a rhythm of life had more to do with externals and actually had to do with internally um, aligning myself with the rhythm of his heart, um, with the beat of my heart and aligning those together. And realizing that, and then that like kind of um, culminated, like one of the things I was uh, asked to do this, you know, my spiritual directors get a personal retreat. And so of course I pull it off in December, you know, right before the end of the year, you know, like cramming it in, but I did. And it was beautiful. And that time away, the Lord just broke a lot of things open and Mm -hmm. broke my heart open in some ways. And he showed me like the importance of rhythm, but that everything else, like our words build, I think the words that we choose, like, yes, it's a fun tradition to choose these words of the year. But what we see really is that the Lord is, this is a spiritual process and journey he's taking on us on. And each word builds on the other word yes. for our spiritual yes. journey. Yep. And when I first got to personal retreat, sister's like, are you thinking about your word of the year? I know mine. I was like, yeah. I told her, I was like, I think mine's going to be like cultivate home. Mm-hmm. You know, of course, because I have to use two words. And um, I then like I was thinking about it all during retreat. And then a lot of things happened on my personal retreat. And one of the big things was um, the topics I was given to pray with is Ignatian spirituality, but I wasn't given the Ignatian exercises. One was bridal spirituality, which we've talked about on the podcast. But one of the things that I realized when I was praying with the scriptures is that I never pray with the person of Jesus. Mm. I always pray with God the Father, or I always pray with the Holy Spirit. And like, I'm always praying, like I always go to the Father. Like I feel so secure with the Father, you know? And then I always pray with the Holy Spirit. Like he is my buddy. Like, I mean, he's like my best friend. Like I totally, and I never pray. Like I never pray like in, um, like in wedding scenarios with Jesus or anything like that. I'm always in the Father's embrace. Or I never pray like a lot of people will pray with like, you know, um, like the bedroom chambers with the Lord. If you're doing Ignatian spirituality, never. And then it was like, oh my gosh. I'm like, it was like an epiphany, you know, to me, like it should be blatantly obvious. Actually, I kind of, sister and I were walking and talking and I hit her. I'm like, hello, you know, my prayer. Did you not think to tell me that I never prayed with this imagery? (laughs) (laughs) And it was just beautiful. But the Lord was showing me like, okay, it is okay that you haven't. It's an invitation too. And these are areas of intimacy that I am opening up your heart that haven't been opened before, you know? And that we're going to go there. And it was so beautiful. The priest that guided me, he was so funny. I was like, don't you think it's kind of weird that I've never prayed like this? And he's like, no, Michelle. He said, first of all, you don't ever do anything in order. So that's just who you are. (laughs) He said, but secondly, he said, because parts of your story, he said, you needed the security of the Father. And he said, and you needed the maturity of the Holy Spirit Mm. to beget the intimacy with Jesus. Mm. And he said, he's just doing it in his time. And it was so beautiful. I was driving back and this makes me cry. And I stopped at the visitation convent in Mobile to like just finish, do a holy hour before I came home. And um, I was telling the Lord, I was like, thank you. I feel like you're like giving me my breath back and I'm finding Mm. rhythm. 
And I felt like he was looking at me and I just felt like he spoke to my heart. He said, well, he's like, you take my breath away. Oh. You know? And he looked at me. I just started bawling. I'm like, yeah. if this is, um, you know, how you're going to romance me, like your A game is awesome. Like that's what I told him. <laughs> and it was so funny. And I just felt like he was like joking with me in prayer. And he's like, girl, I developed the A game. It is mine. You know, like mm-hmm. I am the A game. But therefore, my word of the year is romance. And so I, and the Lord is just like, uh, yeah. And he's been so like acting on that word already, like romancing me, wooing me, but on the flip side, me romancing him, Mm, you know, me responding to his love, me being attentive to the intimate gestures of him throughout the day. And, Mm. you know, it's not the big grand moments is those intimate little gestures throughout the day Mm -hmm. that just being attentive to him. And um, yeah, it is just... I'm excited to see. But the first lesson that he is teaching me, I was like, romance. Okay, this is like, Heather, you're saying, like, this is going to be sexy. This is going to be a thing. He's like, no, I want you to continue to rest. I'm like, oh, no, no, no. I don't rest. I don't even sit still. And he's like, no. First, you're going to let me romance you by like just sitting, you know, romancing, resting in my presence. And I'm like, okay, here we go. It's going to be a life, I mean, a year full of lessons. But I'm excited. You know, I'm excited to see what he's going to do. Michelle, and I, I love your willingness to, like you said, that your willingness to walk in those places and uh, to have those parts of your heart revealed. And just even the awareness of that, of like, wow, this is a part of my heart that I have never prayed with before. I mean, that takes a lot of courage because it goes into all of, like we said, the parts of our story, right, that are painful or that are difficult or that maybe seem a bit daunting. And so I love not only you're welcoming his gestures, but also I love what you said about uh, romancing him as well. Because <laughs> Christ is a person who wants to be loved, and he comes to us little and vulnerable, like you're saying, um, Heather. You know, he comes to us in his littleness, and he desires to be loved as well. And that's just that God makes himself vulnerable to us. Like it's shocking to think of, you know? Mm. It's shocking and it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I always like we say this, but you realize like he like he is a person like, you know, the, the Trinity, they are individual people and their wholeness of one and they want to be in relationship with us. So it always um, he always invites us to respond, mm-hmm. you know, and to, lo- and to love him lavishly. Like I think to myself, like, OK, when it is said and done, I want to be the one that washes his feet with my hair. That's what oh, I want to be known that. for. Amen. Like, I want to be one that stands at the cross. That you know, I want to be the one that say, "All right, she's the lover. Like she's the mm. one that loved me to the end." Amen. You know, like in all of her imperfections and all of her littleness, and you know, I'm going to boast in my weakness, but I'm darn it, I'm still going to love you. You know, um, and all my messiness and glory. Here we go. Amen. And there's really no better way, is there? <laughs> Would we have it any no. other way for each of us? And you know, I just think, I just think, you guys, I as I listen to both of your words, like our words go together. They, they're all knitted together. Totally. Littleness. Yeah. And li- I mean, too bad Michelle couldn't pick an L word, but um, littleness and li- listening <laughs> and lomance. Lomance. Romance. Romance. But that's true. They are. They're all knitted together. And so. Uh, so yeah, dear listeners, I wonder just, you know, it's kind of you gather with your people, but um, first and foremost, you with the Lord, what is the Lord saying? What are some of your personal highlights from last year? And how did you see the word that the Lord put on your heart last year? How did you see that playing out? 
And how do you see um, that taking place this year? And it was something Father Justin says, and I can't remember if he said it on our podcast, um, but he said that, you know, we often think we choose the saints, but he said, actually, the saints choose us. <laughs> so this year in your journey, what saints are choosing you? What, what are they teaching you as they journey alongside of you, the people that God has placed in your life, but the saints that God has called you to, called to you, you know, what are they saying? And so it's just, it's fun to think of, you know, when we think about a new year and gather the graces from last year of what the Lord's going to introduce uh, to us this coming year. So, And if this isn't something that you've ever done before, it's a new concept for you. Like I would just, you might be wondering, well, how do I do this? And mm-hmm. I think the main thing is to just sit and get quiet and listen to God. Maybe open up the scriptures, mm-hmm. see what jumps out at you, almost like Alexio Divina. Um, mm-hmm. Just listen to the Lord. Like he, it's not us coming up with a word <laughs> that we want to mm-hmm. latch onto and like, but really listening to what does God want to speak to you about this coming year and how are you going to press into that in some practical ways? Mm-hmm. Amen. That's yeah. beautiful. Yeah, yep, definitely. So as we hold that with beautiful expectation, my dear friends, shall we introduce our one thing for the week, our one thing for the one coming thing of the new year uh, this week? So Heather, do you want to share with our listeners, what is your one thing for the week, my dear? My one thing is the Every Sacred Sunday book. I've never Mm. had it before, and I ordered one, Jake, my husband ordered them for the family. And um, it's just a book, and it has the Sunday readings in it and a place for reflection, things you're grateful for, um, prayer intentions that you have, and some notes so that during the liturgy before or after, or maybe during a really boring homily. Did I say that out loud? Oh, oh my gosh, you did that. <laughs> that <I've laughs> Those things happen? What? Been in that situation before, um, that you can really just press into the readings and listen and reflect and jot down what's going on. But it's so beautiful. We got, you know, them sent to us. The box was beautiful. I opened it up. There's stickers in there. The book is beautiful. The art is beautiful. So well done every Sacred Sunday. And it's been just a nice little companion to have to go deeper into the readings of the week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that is Christy Vaughn that does all that. And she is ama- she's a good friend of mine and she is amazing. And so... My one thing goes along with, well, I have two one things, but my one thing first that goes along with the word of the year is this is how I even came to it. I was praying, I was driving home from my personal retreat and I had an old, old playlist on in my car. And so I was listening to it and the song Divine Romance by Phil Wickham came on, Mm. the acoustic version. And that song is just beautiful. So I'm going to lift it in here, you know, and he's inviting into a divine romance. And that is how I came up with my word of the year, you know? And so when I was praying through that song, so I will post that. And the other thing is um, actually, it is one of our sponsors. Our sponsor for this month is um, a really good friend of mine, Pink Salt Riot, but it's Jill Simons. And um, she does a beautiful, amazing jewelry. I love her, but Jill is one of my beautiful. It is so funny. It is. And I love Jill as a person. She's just been one of those people that when I'm creatively stuck, she's one of the people that I call and she's so good because we don't do life every day together. She has a bird, like an, 
bird's eye view, like farther away. So she can speak into things like creatively and say, okay, have you thought about this? Or you thought about that? And whenever you're creating something, you're so close to it sometimes. So like, actually she was a huge help when I was redoing a logo. She was the one. Okay. Like, and she would repeat my words that I had spoken to her back to me, which is such a gift to have as a friend and an artist, but she is also doing pink salt riot is doing custom word of the year pieces, which, um, so she's doing ones for each of us, but we are so excited, but I think it is really, really important to take your word of the year and put it like whether it's a piece of jewelry or word or tape it where you it is visible it is a visible sign like sister said she had it on her desk you know and I love it because someone made us a bracelet last year and I'm so excited to get my one from Jill this year and I wore it almost every day with rhythm and it was just a personal reminder like uh, okay girl come on Mm -hmm. like allow me to cultivate this in you this year so um yeah so that is my Two, one, things. There you go. Sister, so cool. yours. Um, my one thing uh, for the week is actually a song, and somebody sent it to me, and it was just absolutely delightful. So I want to share it with our listeners, and it is a song by Melissa Helser and Molly Skaggs called Love Come to Life. Oh, I love that song. <laughs> yes, and it's from this particular clip that somebody sent me is from their um, compilation called Live at Home. It's a YouTube video. and just It's them at home singing, and the words are just so beautiful of love come to life, and so I just was particularly blessed by that, so I wanted to share it with our listeners. So that is my one thing for the week. So... We just want to say thank you, dear friends. Thank you for this last calendar year. Thank you for all of you who have come alongside and all of you who have just poured out your your um, your heart to us. And we, we receive every email. We just treasure you so very much. And we just wish you every good blessing, wonderful things this coming year. And so we're delighted to have you with us on the journey. And we just pray that as we embark on a new year and all the grace that will come, that the Lord will speak uh, deeply to you. So we just pray as you uncover your word for the year and what the Lord is doing, that you would be richly blessed. So we wish you uh, a very, very happy and wonderful and blessed new year. So until next week, we will be abiding together. God bless you. If our podcast has blessed you, would you please consider financially supporting Abiding Together via Patreon? Patreon is a website where people can make donations to help keep the podcast going. And now that we at Abiding Together have an independent platform, we have a number of costs that go into creating the podcast and the high quality content we offer, such as our website, design, tech support, staff, and other elements. Having an independent platform also allows us to explore and create new content for all of our listeners to enjoy. So thank you so much to all of you who are already donors. When you donate through our page on Patreon, you are able to donate any amount, $1 a month, $5 a month, $500 a month, or just a one-time offering. Abiding Together is a registered 501c3 nonprofit organization and donations are tax deductible. So would you please prayerfully consider giving to Abiding Together? If you donate $15 or more per month, you become a tribe member and you will receive a short individual video from Michelle, Heather and I each month about a variety of topics. You can see all of the information on our Patreon page, which is patreon.com forward slash abiding together podcast. So consider becoming a supporting member today and help us further the work of the Holy Spirit moving in and through this community. Together, we can do amazing things. We are so grateful for your support and may God bless you.
Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. If you liked it, would you please share it with a friend? Could you also leave us a rating and a review on iTunes? That helps us get the message out to as many people as possible. All the show notes are in your podcast app, but if you'd like them emailed to you, you can go to our website at abidingtogetherpodcast.com and subscribe. On our website, you will also find all of our past episodes and information about various episodes. You can also join our private Facebook group and get in on the discussion and all the beautiful things that are happening there. We are so glad that you are on the journey with us. And until next week, we'll be abiding together. God bless you.